Burrville High School sits at the top of a hill in Harrisville, one of the town's former mill villages. In between classes, its long white hallways fill with students. They chat about schoolwork, their friends, their plans for the weekend. One student stops to say hello to police officer David Boschman. Hi, come through. Boschman has worked in the Burrville schools on and off for about a decade. He patrols the hallways, helps out with after-school programs, and talks to kids of all ages about drugs in classrooms and assemblies. I actually enjoy the job being in the school because at this type of job, it makes a difference with the kids. I feel like as police officers, we're always responding to like negative situations. But this way here, when I'm in this school, they get to know you as a person rather than just a cop. If Boschman hears from another police officer or a student that a kid is involved in drugs... I might pull him aside and say... No, I'm hearing stuff about you. Don't even think about bringing it into school. Bringing drugs to school would mean immediate arrest if you're caught. Boschman says there's pretty much zero tolerance for that. That doesn't happen all that often. But across the state, heroin is on the rise. During lunch in the cafeteria, Boschman says he noticed the increase in Burrillville over the last three or four years. We saw it and it was becoming cheaper, so it was becoming more mainstream. And I think... um, I'd say last year, just, it, that's when it really came to a head. We were seeing kids here and there you know, being caught with heroin and you know, heroin overdose. Most high school students probably aren't doing heroin, but a growing number have access to painkillers and other prescription pills, and those are often a gateway to heroin. When six Burrillville adults died from drug overdoses at the start of this year, the problem became much harder to ignore. Gabriella Body chairs the Burrillville Prevention Action Coalition, a task force working to reduce drug and alcohol abuse. I remember the first phone call that my husband received, who's the athletic director in this school, um, from a teacher, you know, a credible teacher, who said she had heard that, you know, that there was heroin on some of the teams the kids were using. People who study addiction say with heroin, it can start innocently enough with a prescription for a painkiller after a surgery or an injury, which may explain why athletes are among those at risk. And many teens can find opioids easily enough just by looking in the family medicine cabinet. Abadi started learning more about it. And I was very surprised, you know, when I talked to law enforcement and they were describing some of the homes they were going into and finding the types of drug paraphernalia that I had only known law enforcement from the inner cities finding. Um, They were finding them in my town. Abadi describes Burrillville as a great place to raise a family. She says it's generally safe. There are plenty of lakes and wooded areas. Her only complaints are that it's not too diverse, roughly 97% white, according to the census. And there's little for teenagers to do outside of school and school activities. Burrillville has no movie theaters, no shopping malls. So some kids turn to drugs and alcohol. I see it as a big problem. A lot of kids are, you know, smoking marijuana and going out and drinking. And Burrillville High School senior Hannah Brulard is a member of an active chapter of Students Against Drunk Driving at Burrillville High School. I think it needs to kind of be not prevented because nobody's going to 100% like prevent it, but you know, we could at least try to lower the numbers of people who smoke marijuana and do drugs and even just drinking in general because they're underage. 
And the numbers are striking. In 2013, Burrville High School ranked near the top when it comes to students who reported using marijuana and alcohol. The school ranked third for students who said they'd tried a drug that was not prescribed to them. The town itself has one of the highest death rates from opioid overdose in the state, according to the most recent data from the health department. At a monthly meeting for the Burrillville Prevention Action Coalition, members flip through a magazine filled with glossy photographs of all kinds of drugs. What was like the stuff that grabbed you as a parent? It's just things in there I've never heard of. Okay. David Brissett, an elementary school principal who's also a parent, finds the photos of pink and green pills and powders helpful because he's never heard of some of these substances before. Led by the school superintendent and the police chief, this group has been ramping up training for parents and teachers to recognize the drugs that are out there and the signs that children may be using them. A federal grant is helping them bring new curriculum into the schools about drugs and alcohol and making healthy choices. Assistant High School Principal Katie Johnston says regular assemblies are part of the effort, too. Well, we've really worked to try and bring in um, dynamic speakers that can talk to students about being past addicts themselves and how they've gotten through that. We think if if there's a constant message there and we're constantly bringing in, then students are going to be aware that this is a priority for us, this is important, um, and we need to keep talking about it. Walking the hallways at Burrillville High School, it isn't too hard to find students who have addiction in their families or personal experience with drugs or alcohol. One student, we won't use her name to protect her privacy, says she started going down that road. But then... Like, I got caught with my mom, and then I like, woke up and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, you know, because it's not good. Like, I wasn't doing good in school. She says now she's trying to turn things around. And I'm trying to do better. I don't want, like, I want a career, and I want to be able to stay clean and, and stuff like that. Staff at Burrillville High School say they're doing everything they can to counsel students who need help and keep reminding students about the risks of opioids and other drugs. They hope they can reach students early so that youthful experimentation with marijuana or alcohol doesn't turn into the disease of addiction. Elizabeth Harrison, Rhode Island Public Radio. Major funding for Rhode Island Public Radio's One Square Mile is made possible by the Rhode Island Foundation, promoting the economic security of all Rhode Islanders by investing in the business environment and workforce development through grants, capacity building, and advocacy. The Rhode Island Foundation, helping our state reach its true potential. Details at rhodeislandfoundation.org.